Hello and welcome back to the Reduce of the Worst Sports Football Podcast you listen to. Uh, and this week will be no different. I am Howard H. Smith, lead scum. Hello. Uh, joined today by last week's special guest. So now old hat. Um, it is uh, Spurs fan Andy Love. Hello there. Yes, promoted from special guest to only guest. That, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, uh, you know, co-host. Let's let's go all the, let's go all the way. Let's go the whole Bloody hell! I'm, they said showbiz would be easy. I didn't realise just how easy it would be. Exactly. <laughs> One guest appearance, and now you're co-presenter. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. Yeah, you're you're kind of like um, oh god. Do you remember back in the day when there was that there was that bloke who was really funny and he was on blind yeah. date and he ended up getting a couple of TV presenting jobs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and, and yet yeah, don't try and remember his name. It's impossible. But um, it's not you know exactly that situation. I um, I I worked with someone who that that was his backstory. Um, you might be thinking the same guy. Really? Um, yeah, his name. I don't know. Could we talk about it just in case? We say something libelous. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, and also because nobody is uh, nobody's listening to hear us talk about uh, people we may or may not know. Oh, okay. um, so anyway, hello everybody. Um, it's an international break now. I'm saying as and uh, uh, as a Leeds fan and as a Spurs fan, you know, we're uh, like normally. I mean, international break, great. You know, we've got Australia to play and then Italy, great. You've you've played Spain already. You know, it's all, but. Because, like, I think both our teams have, start, have started well to the season. There is also that feeling of, oh, you know, we yeah. don't want to lose the momentum. Um, no. But, oh, good, here's international football. But don't want to lose the momentum either. Can, yeah, can yeah, we yeah. Just, yeah. Can't you just play all the games, yeah? But, look, what I've totally got is the I've done this the wrong way around. Because something I wanted to mention up top, right? And that is the owners of Birmingham City who yeah. um which is big big news down in the championship and and unlike most fans of premier league um teams i know you do actually know what the championship is um because well uh you know we've been mates for god knows how long so uh, yeah we've been there down there for 16 years so you have to yeah. give it a cursory <laughs> glance just to pretend <laughs> that you know what's going on uh, with the lads and dads kick about league um but um birmingham city's um, owners right I thought this was really cool initially when they um when they they formed a company to buy Birmingham City and it's called yeah. it's called Shelby Companies Limited. Yeah. They've they, yeah. you know they they've fully bought into the Peaky Blinders thing and they've yeah. also said we know nothing about football. Mm-hmm. And it's like right okay well we now all know that you know. Yeah. Yeah um, yeah yeah. The guy guy um, the guy who's uh, kept you up and got you to six and you're going to replace him with a guy who's got an average win percentage in his career of 20%. But the thing so- is it, it's like they're acting like the Shelbys. Do you know what I mean? It's like they've taken yeah. a guy out who knew exa- who knew what he was doing, doing really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out, you. Get what? <laughs> we want our own man. Get out, you. We're our own man in here, except with an American accent. It's fucking insane. I work in the West Midlands uh, most days, and so I'm surrounded by uh, Villa and Blues fans. Villa fans find this hilarious. Blues fans, I know, are fuming because this is yeah. very, very reminiscent of what happened not that long ago. Zola. <laughs> Gary Rowlett and yeah. Zola coming in. Yeah. Um, and Who left was 22 just... games later with an 8% win ratio. So just, again, kind of owners playing fantasy football. I mean, that you know, yeah. there's been lots of, we're in the age of football documentaries, right? I, 
if anyone listens to this podcast and, and yourself as well, Birmingham City are ripe for a football documentary <laughs> because Netflix, are you listening? Honestly, yeah. some of the that shit stuff that's gone on behind the scenes at that club for, for quite some time is quite hilarious. But yeah, um, I think it blues fans that I know, some of which, you know, go week in, week out, they're fuming about it. They're absolutely yeah. fuming about it. Yeah. They were kind of um, you know, blown away, excited by um the uh you on the mind called blank, the quarterback, Brady. Um, yeah, Tom Brady, who, yeah. Tom Brady who was involved and I loved him in the Brady bunch. Yeah, very good. And he, he, I can't believe that joke doesn't get cracked more often. Probably because it's shit, but there you go. It's a dad joke. You know, you have to be of a certain age to get it. But I think, um, so when he was brought in, I think they thought, well, you know, this is a bit forward thinking. And they understood the ideology behind it. Get someone who's a, you know, serial winner in his field. Bring some of that psychology yeah. into the club. Um, and then this. Uh, well, you know, you see, I'm going to I'm going to pick up where you just left off there. Hey, Tom, right. come in. You know, he's been to a couple of games, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah. gets introduced to the manager. Who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, it could oh, be. That's, yeah, the, no, that's no. the manager, Tom. That's uh, that's John. John used John fucking who? Yeah, maybe. I've never heard of the guy. Get my buddy hey. Wayne in. No, I it mean, I'm, not, I'm I, yeah, that's not slanderous at all. Um, it's not really, is it? Could have happened to fuck it. Yeah, you know what? No, but I see. Tom Brady, think, yeah, Tom Brady sues his podcast. It at least proves somebody was fucking listening. <laughs> exactly, we'll take that. But yeah, I hadn't thought of it like that. That maybe from their point of view, that oh yeah, they just maybe were not impressed. Oh yeah, it's, it's they yeah, yeah they they want they they're getting Wayne Rooney and they're getting a manager with the cachet of Wayne Rooney. They know now there's players that will go and play, and they, and this is fair enough. This is fair enough. It's how football works. But there are players who, if they get a phone call from Birmingham City, do you want to go and play for Wayne Rooney? We'll go. Who would not mm. have gone to Birmingham City to play for John Eustace, no matter how fucking close they might have been to the Premier League. Rooney has got that pulling power. He's also got a bit of a, he's also a name in the States. He's a bit, of, you know, he's a fucking legend. Let's be honest. He's an England legend. Mm. And mm. also, I'm so glad you're here because I'm just now going to blow your mind with yeah. a stat, and it's, oh, God, it's yeah. once upon a time, it's Spurs-related. Yeah. Wayne Rooney and Luka Modric are the same age. Bloody hell. Luka Modric uh, still running the uh, uh, Real Madrid, Madrid refield. <laughs> Luka Modric still winning Champions Leagues after yeah. Wayne Rooney had retired. They are the same fucking age. Wow, that's mental. That is mental. Isn't that insane? Yeah. It's it like, because the thing is, it's not, you know, usually with football stats, you're waiting for the like, you know, oh, they've only fucking hit the bar once in 20 years. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all statty, you know, it's all yeah. data. This is just purely two guys the same age. Real wow. life. Yeah. yeah Check yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. out. Yeah. So, insane, um, isn't it? so, I just, I, you know. but, but okay. So, so take Rooney. Yeah. Take the, the, the potential potentially libelous meetings that didn't happen and Brady coming in and wanting to bring in, I don't know, serial winners. Is Rooney a serial winner? He's won a lot of stuff as uh, a player. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. If if Rooney isn't a serial winner, then fucking who, who, who is? I mean, he's won Champions League, multiple Premier Leagues, Cups, other European trophies, England's, yeah, world, England's greatest goal scorer, and, you know, for a, a few weeks. Um, I mean... You know, yeah, 
he's put this way, if the fucking Americans have heard of him, then yeah. there's a reason yeah. for that, you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think you can call him a serial winner, but as with all you know, serial winner players like Steven Gerrard, Frank Lampard, etc. Um uh he's I mean he's been uh, uh, unlike those two managers he's been m- more humble with his early managerial ca- career yeah because um, yeah. he managed Derby County and then he managed Derby County United in America yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and um um so basically uh, you know and I might add a 20 percent win ratio in yeah. in his career up to now well mm. John Eustace has got a 33 percent win ratio this season. Um, in fact, I think he's got a thirty-three percent win ratio at his t- across his time at Birmingham. Right. Um, also, um, I think it's quite ballsy of Wayne Rooney as well because they're in sixth. The yeah. minute you drop below sixth, fucking Rooney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bloody useless. Yeah. yeah. So, it, but I do think it's a it, it's it's an appointment for the long term. And this is what happens. Unfortunately, I'm going to use the word in business, as we both know. You get mm. taken over. They say nothing will change, and then after a while, things change, and yeah, they bring in yeah. their people. You know, and yeah, uh, yeah, and that's, you know, it was always going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I but, guess. I, I guess. I bet. Yeah. It's. it's uh, listen. I. I don't support them, so fuck them. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> um, beautiful, beautifully summed up. Uh, Andy beautifully summed up so um, um you know look you've got um you I, you may not sound it but you're um you are a Scottish football fan yeah uh, and 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 I'll think about this the other day and, and you know if anyone is listening to this you know you want the epitome of blind thirsty hope yeah. imagine being a Scottish Spurs fan it's like a it, you couldn't make that shit up. So yes, um, very True. much so because uh, born there and yeah, always had a an affinity. The old age question was, well, you know, if England plays Scotland, who would you support? And yeah, it's you, it's Scotland who I would support in a yeah. direct shootout. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that is a um, uh, poor choice of phrase. Um, that is a um, that's that's a, a true. Scotland football fan. I mean, in fact, you know, I don't. We, I don't think we've ever watched England Scotland together, but we've um we've watched England games because, unlike mm. most Scottish football fans, you will get behind England if England are playing and Scotland aren't, which is um mm. uh, which has meant a distinct lack of fights over the years. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's been. But this is this is like really looking like you could do it. I mean, obviously, you just lost to Spain. What do you what do you need to do? What do you what result do you need from what game? Um, so we've got two more games to play later on. I think it's next month. Um, one of which I think is in Georgia, where we don't have a great record. But it all hinges on Spain playing Norway. Um, and right. rather fortunately, a draw helps us. So both of them have got to go for it. Because right. Norway has started terribly. Spain yeah. didn't start great. Scotland started brilliantly. So I think, well, obviously, uh, Scotland will be hoping that, yeah, if it's a draw, then they're guaranteed, I don't think it's group winners, but they're guaranteed to progress to the first. And that will be, there was a stat yesterday, that will be their first route to automatic qualifying without a playoff. Um, I think since, might be since the, no, it's since um, Euro, maybe Euro 96. No, Euro 2000 was... Euro 2000. Euro 2000. No, Euro um, 2000 was a playoff with with 
England and you didn't get it. Yes, it was. Yes, oh, no, 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 right. no, 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 hang on. That can't be right. England no, played Scotland at Euro. No, it was, ah, yes, yes, I was getting confused with Euro 96. It was the qualifier, yes. We, yeah, it was yeah. an England versus Scotland double leg qualifier, um, as I remember for that. I was, I was I at Wembley, yeah, I was there. Um, yes, was Christian Daly scored because Paul Scholes, it was 2 0 to England. England won two at Hamden. Paul Scholes scored twice, I think. And then yes. it was a 1 0 win for Scotland. Yeah. Um, Don Hutchinson, there you go. Yes. That's a real nice footballer. Yeah. Um, who's got, anyway, um, so yeah, it's it's been quite. I, I was talking to a, a friend of mine yesterday, and I was saying, I don't know whether or not Scotland have always been, not always, but whenever they qualify, they're better than the, the sum of their parts. And I don't know. Now, that's almost is quite a cliche for Scotland and for any any country that's small and fighting all of its weight. I actually wonder if Steve Clark is a really good manager. Look, I've I've always rated him. And mm. from his time where he was he was assistant manager at Chelsea to, to nearly everybody, mm. I think he was Hullets, he was Zola's, he was mm. no, Zola's never been managed, he was Viali's. And they yeah. all and they all spoke really high, highly of him in his depth of knowledge. And I've mm. I've I've always and and maybe but maybe he's one of those managers that he's he's suited to um, international football. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe 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 that's his bag. But um, mm. I mean, look, I, you're definitely on the up. I mean, he's been great for Scottish football. You got to the last mm. Euros. Um, mm. Okay, so you may as well have not turned up, but you got there. You know, you got there, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there you go. Well, I think you well. We well, did it, we won our final, which was uh, to draw against England. Yes, um, that's right. Yes, well done, well done. And uh, I think that I think that's happened in the last couple of tournaments we qualified for is to, you know, and and I think that's what tends to happen. All we tend to focus on that, and then kind of get pulled apart by a better teams. But I think that with what it has done, it has the the age old. One of the things about supporting Scotland is that, that I don't think you have support in England when it comes to the qualifiers is a sense of jeopardy, which sounds like some kind of bullshit, romanticised way of, you know, another word for losing. But I find England qualifies. It's amazing how many people I talk to. I don't feel the same. Just not fussed about England at all. Even England, Italy, which I think listen, we both love Italian football. And I'll watch that game because you know, love Italian football from a young, young age. But I know a lot of people who just aren't even worried about that because I just think England will qualify. Well, I've I've got a theory there. I've got a theory yeah. there, right? So my theory is that um, England fans are already bored with being really good. Um, right. Okay. It, it's it's not as much fun. As mm-hmm. like like and and you know unfortunately the team that we battered most recently was you guys so I'm sorry yeah. but yeah it, it like like I watched that and I loved it and mm-hmm. it, because it was it was like fucking hell and also I think it depends on what club side you support so for me the closest thing to sort of success mm-hmm. that that. that 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 I get to watch the closest I get to watching Premier League football of a mm. team I support is watching England. Mm. I get to watch yeah, that yeah. standard of football because I'm watching the championship mm-hmm. at the moment, and some of the teams are fucking shit. Right, right. 
fuck knows how they're in the championship. And yeah, fuck yeah. knows what's going on in League One and Two if some right. of this fucking human garbage <laughs> is in the championship. It's, it's absolutely incredible. It really yeah. is. Right? Yeah. Um, so, I do think there's an element of that. I think there's an element of that for me. But also, mm. as a long-suffering England fan, you know, we we played you off the park. You came back into it, sort mm. of. Mm. Um, and then there was, and then it was just literally like, right, come on, couple of subs, let's fucking put the foot down, show our class. There you mm. go. Mm. It's like, I can't. I mean, like, really? Who's getting bored of that? Because that's something mm. we've never done. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and even going back as far as the Euros recently, nil-nil against you lot, you know, mm. people are way happier moaning about lose about drawing with Scotland nil-nil than mm. they are beating Denmark in the semis and getting the final. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I think, just coming back to your earlier point, I think that what you said there about, I think, for club fans who don't support Premier League clubs, but it's largely Premier League players who play for England, right? I think that's always why whenever... I mean, you look at the fans and you see like the hardcore followers. That's why you see flags and where they're from. Not a Premier League team in sight, really. It's Bristol City, Plymouth Argyle. It's, you know, kind of... Hot, oh, you can say it. Better. You can say it. Leeds. Leeds? But, well, I don't know, even less so Leeds, but it always surprised me how you've got real... Club club supporters from lower teams, and that makes perfect sense because you're right. How else is the closest they can get to being uh, supporting a team that will play that kind of quality football? Listen, the, the, how England were against Scotland, I think you know it, it was a mixture of I think Scotland didn't really turn up, but I think that was largely to the fact that I don't think England let them. They were all of a sudden they were compared to, to Euros. I think they were just a, a cut above. So I think England are already playing on that top eight, top six. You know, echelon of Argentina. Oh, mate, mate, uh, I think I think you're being a bit unkind. I would say I'd say top three. I'd say really you've got I'd, I'd say world. you've got Argentina, France, England. Well, consist consistent yeah, yeah, yeah. so for European teams, hmm. consistently winning, consistently getting to semis or finals. Okay, got to hmm. a quarters at the last one. But yeah. over the last three international tournaments, we've gone Semi final, quarter final, quarter final, yeah. Um, and pretty much unbeaten in qualifiers, apart but, from but, okay, but, game. but you take okay, so in theory, you take Argentina, okay, France given. I don't do you know, know what? I can't... Do you know what? Whilst we're discussing this, I am, I am gonna go, I'm gonna get the FIFA international rankings. Oh, yeah, oh, this is always kind of it, this is always quite interesting. Because you'll find Mexico a seventh, or uh, or, or second. Yeah, uh, th and this is this is the equivalent of us doing um, uh, research. By the way, everybody, um, you actually listen to the research as it is yeah. done, um, yeah. because obviously we don't know where the conversation is going to go. Um, so men's rankings are as follows. Mm -hmm. The number one team in the world is Argentina. Mm -hmm. Second is France. Yeah. Third is Brazil. Brazil. Intra wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. You kind of feel like it's just historical, don't you? Well, I think. When's the last that... time they did anything? 
but isn't don't Brazil? I remember reading about this ages ago because Brazil, as an international team, don't they play more games than anyone else? Oh it's yeah, they might, yes, yeah, yeah. You're right. So they win more games because they play more games. Yeah. Um, also, uh, fourth, England. Okay. We're a Belgium fifth, now. Fifth, fifth, Belgium. Sixth, Croatia. Right. Seventh, ne- Netherlands. Eighth, Portugal. Ninth, Italy. Tenth, Spain. And Mexico are in 12th, but in 11th <laughs> are the USA. Wow. There you Just go. outside the top 10. Yeah, there you go. But what's but what is really amazing is just looking here at traditional teams that you think Germany are fifteenth, bloody hell, right? And Spain a tenth. Yeah, I mean serial winners in in our lifetimes. Spain a fucking tenth. That's insane. Germany fifteenth. But you so you look at those European countries that England fans can compare themselves with, and we're doing much better, and yet. Mm, not bothered. No, it's like mm. it's almost like it, it. There's nothing to moan about. It's like oh, we, yeah, we're really good, aren't we? Mm. But isn't that? I think that's listen. We've covered a club that is driven by complaining, and that seems to be Birmingham City with the positive only Birmingham City fans that might be missing. Um, we like to complain about our own clubs. We've talked about England, and I think that's very much driven by we're not happy unless we've got something to complain about. Um, I wonder if that's actually just part of the psyche when we're actually, last week, even Rothers kind of, yeah, he, he, um, he kind of threw it in, but I've heard that from two or three Man City fans. And it seems to be almost a yearning to be fit again. Not, listen, it's, it, it's not genuine. I don't think they genuinely yeah. want that, but there does seem kind of a harking back to yeah. Remember when they had, you know, 28,000 turning up when they were in Division 1? I, I um, know what you mean, but it's it's that it's that we're not special anymore, you know, yeah. But they, except they are special, but they're only special because they've got Pep. Uh, yeah. We were only special because we had Bielsa. You're only special because you've got Postacoglu, you know. Um, but it's you just enjoy those times, you know, that's mm. it. I, but one thing I will say is, because you mentioned earlier about, like, uh, England fans not bothered about qualifying – and I think it's like not bothered about the qualifying games, even Italy, because they just expect us to qualify. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's it's absolute. There's the, basically there's no skin in the game. Let's get yeah. to let's get to wait until we get to the the, yeah. um, the tournament, and then we can start moaning about how yeah. uh, uh, Gareth Southgate is playing with a handbrake on, despite the mm-hmm. fact Glenn Hoddle made this point in 1998, and it was a very good point then, and it still is now. You're playing qualifying football until you get out of the group at the tournament mm, you're still yeah. playing the same kind of football that you yeah, were yeah, yeah. in qualifying yeah. in the yeah. fucking group yeah, yeah yeah you don't start playing knockout football and yeah. take the handbrake off and let's fucking win this motherfucker yeah, yeah until yeah. you have to mm, yeah, which is yeah. knockout football and that's that's when you start doing it yeah, and, yeah, I, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, well, well, yeah, but if you did that all the time, um, then you'd be better. No, no. It's no. called peaking too early. Yeah, Teams yeah. who smash their group never win a fucking tournament. Case in point, that's exactly what Brazil did. In the, and Brazil have done. Argentina Brazil lost their first won. game yeah, to exactly, the Saudis. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
when Italy last won the World Cup, I remember they started really poorly. And I've noticed that pattern, actually. A team, that, a big team that starts poorly in the group stages usually lasts quite a while into the tournament. You're right, because yeah. Brazil, yeah. Brazil came in and they, were, they looked, oh, okay, they looked like they're going to smash teams. But then, you're right, they peaked too soon. So, um, listen, Glenn Hoddle is much maligned, but... Um, I think he talks a lot of sense, uh, football sense anyway. Anything outside of football, he's obviously, you know. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. But also, having watched the David Beckham interview, uh, sorry, the David Beckham season on Netflix, yeah. Netflix which is really yeah. interesting, and I urge yeah. any football fans to watch it. It is very, very good. There's some great footage mm. in it. Um, I wasn't aware at the time how much petrol Hoddle poured onto David Beckham's fire. <laughs> Do you know what? You're right. I didn't realise either. But do you know what? And I don't know if this would happen now. And it's one thing that I write a list of things that wind you up. I don't know if you feel about this, the same about this when leads are involved. I hate it when my manager is interviewed on the pitch immediately after. And I actually hate it just before as well. It winds me up. It's kind of, I think it's kind of patronising. I kind of think, when it happens, Ange Postacoglu, yeah, everyone loves Ange at the moment. And I just think, hang on, Guardiola, uh, Pipet, would you mind coming on, you know, you're, you're watching your team all that. Would you come and have a quick word with us? No. I'm yeah, but to... it, 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 it's all in the contract. The, you know, but it's I like, the, well, it, it, is with, it is with league games. But the thing is, I'm sorry, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Hoddle repeated virtually what he said on the touchline at the end of the game, repeated it the following day in a fucking press conference. Yeah, so he'd had to... So he, he I mean, he continued to, to piss on him. But at that point, you have an opportunity to say, look, guys, um, the day... Look, look, David made a mistake. He knows he did. And mm. he's got to live with that. And over the years, he'll learn from it. But let's focus on the players that were on the pitch, the mm. ten men who held Argentina all the way to a penalty shootout, mm. and and what would happen now is any manager, and to be honest, it used to happen then as well. Managers never throw the players under the bus ever, mm -hmm. mm. and he did, and that's the only time I've ever seen that. And ultimately, now even back then, a manager saying, like you know, oh, what about David Beckham? He's like, oh. You know, look, yeah, it was it, it it was terrible. David knows he made a mistake, but you know he's our friend. We love him. We'll we'll help him through this. He'll learn from it. I've just got to. What about my guys? What about my? You know, mm. what about those warriors? Those lions who were out there? You know what I mean? Mm. And the narrative mm. would straight away would be shifted to, let's be positive, let's talk about the positive, and and so yeah, jumped on on the sidelines, huddle. Fair enough. Following day, no excuse. Just to come. Mm. Yeah, could Christian have, could or have, not, just to come. Could have reversed it. Could have reversed back on it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it, and like I said, he doubled down on it. You know, that was yes. that, yeah. that that's yeah. what's that's what's bizarre. It's like yeah. it's not that he he really doubled down on it. Mm. He's got to learn from it. It's like fucking hell. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's like David, it's like David Gower, the England captain, said. Um, no one needs to tell me when I've done something stupid. Mm. I know I'm the one who did it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, it's um, it's funny, isn't it? We've got we've gone wandering back to um, France ninety eight. So whilst we're in France and it's nineteen ninety eight, yeah, I I remember, and I'm surprised you haven't already brought this up because it's one of your greatest calls ever. There was me, you, and a friend of ours called um, Robbo, who's a Geordie. Yeah. And we were, and me and Robbo were both naming England starting 11. Yeah. And, and, and you were, you know, total Alan Partridge. I'm going to shock you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. My, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. yeah, my starting, no Gascoigne. I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to go. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You're like, right. And we were like, Obviously, he's going to go. This, yeah, this was before the squad. So this was before the squad yeah, was yeah, announced, yeah. and yeah. we're like saying that he's going to start. And you were saying, "I don't think he's going to start. I don't think he'll be in the squad." And no, we no, were like, just... get out of here! <laughs> I would love to remember what. Listen, yeah, I, I, I remember that night. Um, yeah, it's oh gosh, I, I can't remember the, the reasoning why, but yeah, I think I've got a, a, a feeling. And well, look, it was proved to be right, wasn't it? And that was kind of, yeah. And I think when it was kind of, I was, I remember thinking, I remember actually being quite surprised that people were like, well, of course he's going to go. I just couldn't see it. Who was he playing for at that time? Yeah, but the thing is, maybe, maybe you being a Scotland fan, you just had that bit of distance on it where it was like, well, you know, he didn't have a great, he didn't have a great time at Rangers. It, like it, it didn't finish well. Um, we'd all seen like that he'd, he'd been out for beers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not yeah, ninety six. This time. is ninety eight. And and we also you also heard that like he'd he'd had he'd have like cans of beer on the golf course or something in his yeah, you know when they were right. yeah. and and we were all but it's like oh it's Gaza in it oh it doesn't matter oh you know whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whereas yeah, I think whereas I think. You know, as somebody supporter of another country, you're like, well, that guy ain't going. Don't care how good he is. Do you know what? It could be. It could be that. It could be that. He's, yeah, because because I, a friend of mine who is is he lives in Scotland and he supports Scotland. We always talk to each other when Scotland are playing. It's interesting to get his perspective on the England team because he loves the Premier League and you know he loves watching football full stop. So you know he's a good rounded. But yes. You're absolutely right that what is the perceived wisdom of how England see themselves? Um, it, it's interesting. He he will make very interesting points of view because you're distant from it. And plus, yeah. I think also, you know, I think the one thing that really winds Scotland fans up, who I think live in Scotland and surrounded by Scottish fans, is the... For many, many years, and this kind of wraps things up, actually, well, not so I'm not saying it's in proper, but it wraps <laughs> things up in the fact that for all too long, England had an arrogance about them. And that's also tied into politics as well. You know, the whole fact that there's a large part of Scotland hate the fact that, you know, they're run by this small group of people who live down in London and, and that kind of thing. So there's that, and it's a historical element of the kind of Scotland and England. But now, even he's like... Yeah, England, their biggest fear now, England are going to win something. Yeah. That's the biggest fear now. England oh, are going yeah. to win something. Not It doesn't wind them up in terms of, you're not that great. Why are you celebrating, you know, something that happened that long time ago and all that kind of thing. Now the biggest fear is, oh, shit, they're going to win something. And then yeah, they'll it's be like, It's like two, yeah, yeah. Look across the two, look across the top leagues of Europe. Yeah. And who are kicking around 
in the top scorers. Oh yeah, mm. that's right. Kane in you know, in Germany, mm. Bellingham in Spain, yeah, yeah. both yeah. of whom are just killing it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but, oh, that. hang on, hang on. Now I, I heard this name recently. You've got a Scottish player playing in the Champions League, haven't you? Ferguson is his name. He's and he's he's like I'm Ferguson. Trying... You're not thinking him at Brighton. No, I'm not. I'm not. He plays. He's played. He played in the Champions League this season. People are raging about him, and I think I think he might he might be in Germany. Possibly Union oh, Berlin. Gosh, good question. That's a lot. Uh, you, well, you do, do a quick Google, but um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that um, yeah, this um, he's he's a fairly young player, and he's been getting rave reviews. Um, I'll be honest, I don't know much about him, but you do you know what position he plays? Uh, midfield, I think. Now that is one area. So I'll go back to Scotland. That's one area that I think Scotland, for the first time in a while, have got a good, not world-class, but a good combative midfield. Um, you know, I think left-back, we're more than spoiled. I think we haven't got like a world-class striker. However, every time he comes on, bloody um, uh, Dykes from QPR, um, he yeah. doesn't look out of place on an international football pitch. And that's always interesting, isn't it? When sometimes a player comes along, you know, you, you think, oh, who do they play for? And they go, I don't know, a team in the Division 1 or Division 2. And you think, oh, where I naturally assume that they're crap. Yeah. But then they just come to life and you just yeah, think, bloody absolutely. hell. I, I, well, I, I, look, speaking as an England fan, um, you know, when we were shit and arrogant about being shit, yeah. um, but... That was born out of constantly qualifying, but just always yeah. failing. And mm. um, I, I remember Andros Townsend played yeah, for yeah. England and yeah. just taking to it like it was no thing at mm. all. Like straight mm. away, he just fit. Here's another one for you Darius Vassell. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Yeah. yeah. Anyone? Yeah, Picking yeah. Darius Vassell as first choice to lead the line yeah. for England? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. Um, yeah. And yeah, sometimes these players just surprise you. And even what a goal ratio, goals to games, Peter Crouch has for England. Yeah, 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 true. You know, I mean, and and Peter Crouch was just about the put it this way. Th there were quite a few key games where, when Peter Crouch was playing for England, where the fact that Peter Crouch was playing for England was the best thing about mm. England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally that was it. It's like mm -hmm. cool. You know this 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 guy that everybody knows is is a good laugh is yeah, is yeah, yeah. fucking you know absolutely ripping it up great good for him but yeah, yeah it, it's like yeah there's those players that that you wouldn't expect to be able to make that step up to international yeah absolutely yeah or, absolutely and and it proves how wrong we all are as well when you see these players go oh right okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Isn't it? it, it the, the, well, as as is the case with life, there's so many random factors that affect a player, that journey of how they get to a play for a team, but also how they get to play for their country. And and it's fine margins. You realise that you can look at like yeah, you, know, you look at a player from the, you look at the difference between I don't know, say Kyle Walker, 
Um, and I know, name another okay right back. I don't know, another right, half decent right back. And you think, gosh, the gulf between them is massive, but the reality is it's, it's just a microcosm. It's 1%, isn't it? It's, well, it's you picked a bad everything. example there because Kyle Walker's faster than Mbappe. So it's like... No, but yeah. in terms of... but it, I'm talking if you compare light to light, so you kind of think, oh, that's a world-class right back. And then you look at another player, a professional player who plays for, I don't know, let's say Brighton. I don't know who the right back for Brighton is. But you think that it, it's increasingly becoming, and I was thinking about this earlier today, about the Premier League, it's increasingly becoming... One thing that I know you're not a huge fan of American football, but American football really is about inches. It's about that extra half inch that you earn, yeah. that you fight for, and that kind of thing. I th- and football has always been about that, but I think it, it, the, the, the differences are tiny now. The differences are tiny in terms of what separates a good player to a really good player, and then on again to a great player. Well, well, it's funny you should say that because I, when you were when you were speaking earlier about about this, um, it brought to mind an interview, funnily enough, with um, Kyle Walker after they'd won the Premier League, and I don't not the treble. This is like a few yeah. Premier Leagues ago, and the interviewer had him on the pitch and said, like, you know, how does it feel? And he said, Do you know what? It's funny. You should ask that because I was just stood in the centre circle with John Stones, who I first played football with when I was eight years old, who I was on the same team as until I was 12. And we are stood both on the same pitch, playing for the same team, having won the Premier League. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's like... Fucking hell, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and their careers could have gone any way, absolutely. You know, yeah, you yeah, won yeah, and you won, you, you won bad injury away from yeah. having no career, yeah. you know. And when people moan about what players earn, my response is always the same Who the fuck do you think deserves to be getting paid the most in football? Yeah, 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 because yeah. for me. I can't see a better case than give it to the fucking players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the best players as well. No, absolutely. I think it's, yeah, that, funny if that came up this week, um, it might have been talk sport and they were talking about, you know, they were talking about, oh, oh, oh Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie. Yeah, that sounds like a talk sport debate. Yeah. yeah. Margot Robbie. Made, fi- made 50 million from Barbie and, um, yeah. and yeah. fair play to her. But they were making the point, and listen, it's kind of inflammatory, but it makes the point. But no one will say, "Well, what about the nurses?" Yeah, yeah, no, 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 absolutely. It's it, the thing is that we still live in a generation that have seen footballers go from people people that you might see around town and have a, a quite mm. a nice car to being fucking megastars. Mm. See, the generations coming in behind us. Mm. Well, they've grown up with it. It's no big deal. Mm. We're the dinosaurs. Mm. Anybody go, anyone banging on about what footballers earn, you're yeah. a dinosaur. It's mm. not your game. It's passed mm. you by. It's because the generations coming through realise these guys are entertainers. Because yeah. yeah. they, they're on fucking FIFA. Because mm. they're on Instagram with millions of followers. Because look at what mm. they earn. Look at where they live. Look at how many cars they've got. They're just mm. like any other fucking megastar. They just yeah. happen to play football. 
So mm. now, so we're we're seeing that eroded, and I'm glad because mm. I think it's absolutely pathetic. And you and you're right. And and I hate to agree with something that was said on Talk Sport, but yeah, you know, it's <laughs> it's not only that, but I I always used to say like way back for Cable Guy, there was this mm. big news that um, Jim Carrey got 15 million for Cable Guy, right? And nobody had a problem with that. And it's like mm. three months, three months that took him, three months, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. five days a week, pretending to be somebody else, mm. 15 million. Yeah. You know, at the, at that same time in that era, because that's going back a long time, well, that, that's, that, that would take a footballer way longer to earn than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Play, playing football matches two, sometimes three a week. Mm-hmm. You know, at being at the height of fitness, having to watch every single mouth that goes in your mouth, having to watch everything you do, everywhere you go, everything you drink, everything, everything. So, yes, Mm -hmm. you've got all of that that uh, that, a celebrity has, but you've got the whole dietary and keep fit side as well. Absolutely. And you've got to perform at the highest level and go out and play football and get kicked. Yeah, and, and get, abused get abused by a fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Give them the fucking money. (laughs) (laughs) Give them more. Give them fucking more. Fuck the no, nurses. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Gone too far, too far. Too far. And do you know oh. what? There's no coming back from that. I think that's no. a, that's a great place to end. Uh, yeah. Before I before <laughs> I say something really horrible. Um, so anyway, um, Andy, thank you very much. Cheers, H. Thank you. Absolute pleasure, mate. It's lovely to uh, lovely to be in your ears, everybody. Catch you again next week. <laughs>